is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We are heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you drive out of range or you're traveling, thehugeshow.net has our free stream. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen live weekdays at 3. Superflies put together a stellar show. Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com will join us in about 20 minutes. Right after our show last night, we had Ballas on yesterday for TheWolverine.com, and he mentioned that Harbaugh to Denver was not a done deal or a dead deal. And then Adam Schefter, probably around 7 p.m. Michigan time last night, said his sources say or said Harbaugh is out with the Broncos. And that the Broncos have a big announcement. I would assume if Sean Payton said yes, that's the big announcement. So I haven't seen anything. And you wonder, did the Broncos, and they're pretty smart businessmen with the Walton, or and women, businessmen plural, did they kind of play hardball, get that out there publicly, maybe to get... Another coach, if it is Peyton, to move. But Harbaugh is staying at the University of Michigan. That is the 14th time we've reported that in the last three weeks. <laughs> How you doing? Breaking news. I'm Bill from Action 5. Harbaugh staying. Somebody just cue this up and play it every other day. Hey, happy Easter. Harbaugh staying. What are you doing Memorial Day weekend? You golfing? You fishing? You boating? Harbaugh staying. Happy Father's Day. Harbaugh's a father. He's staying. It's America's birthday. It's 4th of July. Harbaugh's staying. Oh, God. I will tell you this. If I ran... 
a university of business and somebody just left me hanging in the wind and I get how coaches and now players freely move. Mm. I'd say make up your mind or don't let the door hit you on the way out. And I'd use some other words that aren't family friendly on the huge show across Michigan. So we got safety. Matt Charbonneau will give us an update on Michigan State hoops. And also with the second signing day for college football tomorrow, any adjustments, changes, late additions for Mel Tucker and Michigan State football. My, they have a different feel to their offseason this year, don't they? So we'll talk to Matt Charbonneau, John Borden from the Wolverine.com, Doug Skeen. On Harbaugh officially staying. So Super Bowl 57. I was just looking at this, Superfly. If you go to HarbaughStain.com, you know, Super Bowl 57 out in Arizona, Chiefs and the Eagles. They have, you know, the Roman numerals, right? Harbaugh staying is 58. Harbaugh staying 58. Hey, what are you doing? I don't know. Just, uh, it's two degrees. I walked two blocks and I felt like I qualified for the Iditarod, but I'm okay. Why is the end of your nose black? Because I got frostbite walking two blocks. But there's global warming. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, Bill Gates is telling me to eat bugs and not drive and move to the city, but you enjoy your private jet while you're going to Switzerland there, Billy, or maybe just dinner with the Epsteins. When did Bill Gates start to be a world leader and talk about vaccines? I think the guy's a nerd who hit the jackpot. God. Well, I'm telling you right now, if the abacus... Oh, I'm in Sweden? I th- is that ABBA? Oh, my God, that guy drives me nuts. So welcome back to Face the Nation. Bill Gates is joining us. Bill, can you talk about your connection to the late Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, I had one dinner. Well, then why was your name on the manifest 36 times? Oh, can I tell you about the vaccine or that I'm buying up all the farms and people are going to eat fake protein? Yeah, have you tried that plant-based food? And if any of you try and tell me that that plant-based food tastes like real meat, don't listen anymore. Hey, well, you guys, you have a Super Bowl party? Yeah, we're going to be up at Tullymore. We got a super weekend. It's going to be a big bash. It's open to the public. It's presented by Bud Light. It will be flowing. We're giving away... Nine rooms, plus you'll get a foursome when the weather breaks uh, to play at Tullymore. I did have a couple people ask me, hey, great job giving away foursomes. How are people going to play this weekend? I said, first off, it's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Secondly, (laughs) they're not playing. They'll get the nine winners will get a hotel room for two for two nights. Saturday night. Feb 11 and Sunday night, Feb 12, after our Super Bowl party, will join us for a Super Bowl brunch on Super Sunday. I'm using the word super. Yeah, and there won't be any plant-based meat. 
Not at our brunch or not during the burger or Bud Light specials during the Chiefs and the Eagles at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. If you want to enter and you're 21 and up, uh, go to the Huge Show Facebook page or add Huge Show on Twitter. I was just telling Superfly, we're over like 1,100 people who have entered. Uh, They're going crazy over this. Matt Golden, the CEO at Tullymore, and again, you can book your stay and play package uh, for the year. They got some cool deals happening at TullymoreGolf.com. He's like, what's going on, Bill? You guys have a lot of listeners. I'm like, yeah, this has kind of caught me off guard. You know, Canadian Lakes, Michigan, exactly. It's a beautiful destination. But I think people want to get away. They get a little cabin fever right now. And it's going to be a good Super Bowl. And the lodging and accommodations and food are great at Tullymore. And I think it's got a great reputation statewide. Yeah, so go ahead or we're going to draw next Tuesday. So one week from today, go to the Huge Show Facebook page at Huge Show on Twitter. And remember, even if you don't win the room or the foursome of golf at Tullymore or St. Ives for 2023, you can join us for the party. Watch a game. You're looking for a place. I got a ton of room. We're going to hang out. We'll have Bud Light flowing. Superfly's going back and forth on whether he wants to come, and I'm going back and forth on whether I want him to come to the party. Because we see each other five days a week. And I don't know about you, but sometimes with people you work with, you see enough of them during those five days that when you get a couple of days away, the last thing you want to do is be around that guy. And I'm sure Superfly feels the same way about me. (laughs) It's mutual. How do you guys get along? I don't know. It's kind of like me and Zane. We hate each other, but we respect it. I don't hate Superfly, though. I don't hate Zane. I got to, he'll get all, oh, my God, that guy will get paranoid. Did he say he hated me? Yeah, so join us on Super Sunday. We got a busy week. Busy two weeks coming up, don't we, Superfly? I'm going to be with the Police Chiefs of Michigan Association at the Amway Grand Plaza Hotel for their annual convention. We'll be there next Wednesday. That will be February 8th. February 10th, I'm going to be at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. February 17th, I'm going to be at the Gabe Ogdoll Awareness and fundraiser event. He's a West Catholic high school basketball player. He has a tumor. It's benign, but you have a tumor in your brain. It's still a tumor in your brain. And his family and the Grand Rapids West Catholic family and the West Side of Grand Rapids extended family are all having a fundraiser, awareness, selling T-shirts, Faith Over Fear, which you can go to thehugeshow.net. The link is there where you can order your shirt. I've been asking some of the teams across the state that are playing that night uh, to pay respect to what West Catholic and Gabe Ogdell is going through and wear the Faith Over Fear t-shirts during warm-ups. So any basketball teams, any wrestling team, any sport, you can order those shirts. Uh, we have the quick link, like I said. Uh, anybody across the state, those show of supports mean a lot to the people and the families. So that link is at thehugeshow.net. So we'll be there live. That's a good run. People are stepping up. 
I'm look, over eleven hundred. Over eleven hundred people have signed up to win one of nine rooms and the foursome of golf at Tullymore later in the year. The rooms they get two nights, Saturday and Sunday. Maybe it's you know you get a weekend away. I thought about it too. It's Valentine's Day coming up. That's the Valentine's weekend. That's it, Superfly. Oh my God, it's going to be a couples fest. And I'm going to be up there as single sausage. Oh my God. Matt Golden will go, what's going on? I go, it's a couples fest. That's it. You get two nights at a nice place with the Super Bowl. The guy still can get sports in, but Saturday night, you could go up there, stay, and go to dinner at Tullymore. Or St. Eyes, right? Valentine's, you're away. You're only an hour or less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. Not far from Mount Pleasant, Cadillac, for our listeners right now. Even Midland on 100.9. If That's it, Superfly. It's Valentine's because that's where you celebrate it because Valentine's will be on what? Tuesday? Yeah, you're not going to do anything on Tuesday. You're going to celebrate Valentine's that weekend. That's it. So much for the popularity of the show. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, great. So I want to be up at a couple's bash. Oh, why doesn't Bill have a girlfriend here? There's two reasons, and I'm not going to say them. Uh, The party is open uh, to anybody listening across the state. Sunday, Feb 12, Tullymore Golf Resort, Canadian Lakes, Michigan. And if you want to... Look ahead to the golf season. I know their stay-and-play packages are going fast. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. We'll hear from Tim McCullough from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. The fun governor will join us later. And Dylan, who's part of the Grand Valley State Club hockey team, he'll join us. Talk about the Purple Game on Saturday night at... Griff's Georgetown Ice Arena between Hope College and their club team and the Grand Valley State Club hockey team. And Grand Valley is hosting that purple game, wearing the purple jerseys to bring awareness and raise money for Van Andel Institute's purple community. So that's pretty cool. If you want to do a purple game, I don't care, youth league, uh, high school, middle school, college, pro, semi-pro, anybody listening, uh, just go search Purple Community, and you'll see Van Andel Institute. It will pop up, and they'll, they can guide you through it. It's a simple process. Everything goes back as Dave and Carol Van Andel are leading a crusade all around the world to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's disease right here on the Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids at the Van Andel Institute. Just Google Purple Community and host a Purple Game Coming up sometime this year, like Grand Valley State Club Hockey is doing it. Dylan will join us. I, you didn't write down his last name. I know I talked to him last night. We recorded the interview. What's his last name? Rysicki? 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 Did you text me? Now I'm concerned that it's going to be a couples fest for Super Bowl weekend at Tullymore. Now I'm going to have to ask a girl that I don't want to date, go with me, and I got two nights with her. I don't want to do that. No. No. I had a tough time spending back-to-back nights with my wife. 
My first and only wife. Uh, Res Resnick. I said Resnick. Yeah, I was close, wasn't I? Yeah, Dylan Resnick. He's from Birmingham. Not Alabama, Birmingham, Michigan. He's a rich kid from Birmingham. Plays hockey. He was really nice. Sometimes those nice guys, I want to say you're too nice. You got to get ran over by every woman in your life. Thanks, Bill. Man, I, I didn't know about your show, Bill. I'm going to listen now on 961 in Grand Rapids because he goes to Grand Valley. Man, you're good at what you do. Thanks, Bill. And I hold open the elevator. Thanks, Bill. And I'm like, okay, kid, I'm going to give you a word of advice. Come here before we leave. You are too nice. Too nice, Dylan. What do you mean? I go, you're too nice. You don't have to be. You got to get ran over by four to five girls before you end up marrying somebody that convinces you you have to marry her. He goes, well, thanks for the interview. Anytime, Dylan. We'll see you, kid. Dylan Resnick. Grand Valley State Club Hockey. Hope, I think, is number one in America. Their club hockey team. Saturday night, 8 p.m. Griff's Georgetown Ice Arena. Out there by Hudsonville Jenison on the west side of the state. And Google Purple Community. And host a purple game. And your community, a purple day at work. Do something. All right? They're changing lives and trying to save lives every day of Van Andel Institute. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you believe this is the last time we ever hear Harbaugh say I'm staying at Michigan? Will he continue to look at other options after every year? That's our Bud Light huge question of the day. And by the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. You tell me. Is this the last time? Is he at Michigan? There's no more. We're not going to look at anything. No more. I'm staying. Now, again, the reports had him talking to Denver. He wasn't openly doing it. He gave us cryptic messages every time that, Appreciated support and kind of had to read between the lines. So you can answer that question when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold, they're currently on a six-game road trip. They do play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. In downtown GR, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He'll join us next segment. We'll talk about Harbaugh. Any other jobs out there? Is he staying at Michigan for good? Safey next from Ann Arbor. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's Buy Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Harbaugh is staying. Adam Schefter said he's not in the mix anymore for the Broncos, and that kind of reheated up after it seemed the Harbaugh watch was over, but now it's football in Ann Arbor. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will join us in a few moments. You can answer that Bud Light, huge question of the day. Do you think Harbaugh will look at other jobs after every season? I'm just asking you, the Michigan fan. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opted on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Matt Charbonneau, MSU Insider from the Detroit News. In about 35 minutes on Izzo and Tucker. Latest on Michigan State Hoops. And football. I think Clayton Safey is standing by. Superfly Hayes tells me that Clayton from the Wolverine.com, another one of our Michigan insiders, is joining us. And Clayton, yesterday, Ballas kind of surprised me. And I, I saw the tweets coming out of Denver where uh, Broncos, at about this time yesterday, were still hot and heavy on Harbaugh. They had gone to Ann Arbor reportedly. And, you know, Ballas seemed. Not quite to the coin flip stage, but was unsure uh, if Harbaugh was going to stay or was it real or what's going on. And then around 7 p.m., Adam Schefter said that Harbaugh 
uh, was out of the mix and that they have a big announcement coming in Denver. My question I'm asking the audience today, Clayton, is this going to be after every season Harbaugh testing the waters as long as he's at Michigan? <laughs> uh, I hope not, but, you know, I think there's a chance. I, I It's hard to predict totally down the road, but, um, you know, next year you would think he'd probably get some people calling and seeing as the way how he's handled this, I don't think he would necessarily turn down a conversation or a meeting. I mean, even though he said a few weeks ago that he's coming back and he told Santa Ono and they made that announcement and he said, I'm happy here. My heart is here. I'm not trying to out happy, happy. Uh, He still met with the Broncos last week in person. They flew to Ann Arbor, Greg Penner, their CEO. So I would have to think that he'd at least listen. um, And I would think that he'd continue to get interest if Michigan wins at this type of level. Uh, It is really interesting. I'm not quite at the coin flip or anywhere near it either. But yeah, you're right. Adam Schefter says he's out. Uh, Some other people like Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero from NFL Network saying that the Broncos aren't aren't shutting the door there. They're going to continue to pursue him. So, um, Oh, my God. So it's back on now? I thought it was over again for the 43rd time. I know. That's what I thought last night, too. But it seems like there's some, you know, Harbaugh Harbaugh told him and reiterated last week when he met with them that he – wants to stay at Michigan, but it doesn't seem like the door's completely shut and they're going to keep going oh after him. So, no, there it uh, goes. Either him or, him or Sean Payton look like those big names that people keep talking about. That, that was the yeah. shortest a huge question of the day has ever lasted. 22 minutes, because now the door's back open. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting. I feel like until either, you know, probably until the Broncos get a coach, uh, you won't hear you won't stop hearing those little rumblings or if you search his name on Twitter, you see some stuff that's like, Oh, well, you know, there's still a chance. Or if they circle back to Harbaugh, that sort of thing. Um, until they get a coach, you know, you just, you you just never know. Are you telling me Adam Schefter could end up being wrong? Maybe he was wrong the first time when Jim Harbaugh came here. Um, a lot of those guys in the NFL were, but, um, you know, he, he said that he's not a candidate anymore because that's what Harbaugh told them that he's going to stay at Michigan last week. But, you know, I mean, until they really have a coach, I think they're going to keep probably hitting him up and and seeing if they can throw some more money at him or whatever they talked about, whatever they talked about, obviously Jim Harbaugh didn't quite, uh, that wasn't exactly what he was looking for. Now, how close he was to agreeing to something, I don't know. So uh, obviously the Denver Broncos have reason to believe that, they could still sway him potentially if they circle back. And I think the the big name that Schefter has to reference would be Peyton. Uh, McCarthy's yep. going to stay in Dallas. Reich, uh, who was fired from Indy, is now in Carolina. DeMarco Ryans, the defensive coordinator for the Niners, looks like he's going to get the Houston Texans head coaching position. And Harbaugh, with Schefter being a Michigan guy, Harbaugh could feed him, man, I'm staying, knowing it would get out there, which just creates more control, more money from Denver, right? Yeah, and you have to remember, too, Adam Schefter is really plugged in on the Denver side, too. He spent a number of years there as an insider for the Denver Post. So uh, I do trust his word a little bit, uh, you know, quite a bit on this. I, I trust the others as well because they're getting information. But it seems like even the reporters out of Denver aren't exactly shutting the door on Harbaugh, but, um, you, you know, I think you're right. Like D'Amico Ryan looks like he's going to Houston. I did just see something a few minutes ago though, that he met with them for his second interview. Now that their team, the 49ers are eliminated, 
they didn't come away with a deal, and he hasn't told Denver no yet, even though it seems like that would be his choice. Uh, I think he coached there in the past or, or played there, and his wife's from there, so it seems like Houston would be his pick, but you never know what the kind of money Denver has. Uh, and then Sean Payton's one of the few guys they haven't, uh, you know, they didn't really stop conversing with uh, after that first round. And I think there were about five or six guys they told thanks but no thanks, but Sean Payton was not one of them. So uh, if you're a Michigan fan, I think you're hoping that the big name everyone keeps referring to is Sean Payton. Right. <laughs> uh, that's what I, uh, for Denver, uh, and Schefter would know, but Ian Rappaport and others and, Sure. You know, and what what if Peyton though? What if Peyton wants to stay on TV and he wants to wait for a a job that's more potentially Super Bowl ready? Because none of these gigs, really, you know, I know the Broncos played well at the end after they fired uh, Hackett, but I'm and they're not Super Bowl ready. And you know, Russell Wilson did play better uh, with an interim coach, but and Peyton might say, "I'm going to you know wait, wait for uh, the right job uh, that opens up." I don't know. I Harbaugh to to just not say, look, guys. You know, I know he's waiting on the NCAA investigation into a burger, which uh, is going to be a thirty for thirty called the burger. Uh, yeah, before he signs a deal, it's just a. It, I'll tell you, if you go back the last three off seasons, and 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 God bless Michigan. Uh, hey, it, it didn't bother him. Into this year, they went all the way to the Final Four. They went undefeated until they lost to TCU. They won the Big Ten, killed Ohio State in Columbus. But there's been about a month of a clown show after every season, two months of a clown show, right? Yeah, and this one has some more storylines with the NCAA stuff. You have the whole Matt Weiss thing. Uh, Remember when I, I was in studio with you on Friday and we said, Kirk Campbell gets hired, he gets promoted as Michigan's quarterback coach. And I think we said, I said, well, that's the end of the drama, you would think, or you know the you know, and spring balls next in what four weeks, mm. weeks now, and here we are back again on on what is it Tuesday? I don't even know what day it is anymore. So it, it's crazy. Um, and you know, you're right. I will say this about Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he has left his options open the last couple of years and met in person with NFL teams, but he seems to work his current job as hard as he can. Uh, you know, at that time, and it doesn't really seem to affect his performance. Even going back to San Francisco his last year, there Jim Hackett was having conversations with him throughout the month of December before he was hired, but they didn't even discuss the job until a few days before, according to John U. Bacon's book, because he was so focused on the 49ers, and Jim Hackett knew he wouldn't talk about something else uh, until the opportunity came once the 49ers told him he wasn't going to be coming back. So, uh, you know, if you're a Michigan fan, I think you just want to hold on get this coach again because you have a loaded roster going into 2023 and then you worry about the rest later. Nobody wants it to be a recurring thing. I think if they sign him to a new contract, which I expect they will before the season, uh, it would include a bigger buyout. Now, is that going to prevent him in the future from having dalliances with the NFL? I don't know if you're, you know, a rich NFL owner and you really want him, I think you'd be able to pony up, but at least for recruiting purposes, for optics, all of that, uh, you could kind of put it behind you and then, and then know when January comes around, there's a chance we're doing this again. But uh, that's kind of where we're at, it feels like. And Harbaugh is really doing some damage control on the resume, on his image from a year ago, at least nationally, when the Vikings end seemed to be an embarrassment on his side. And he had to say, if you want me back, I'm willing to coach. And then you look at the previous year, what Manuel did to him. So maybe Harbaugh is just making... Uh, not Santa Ono, but making Ward Manuel and that athletic director's chair just squirm a little bit 
uh, playing out this Denver thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it also hurts recruiting, though. Um, and, you know, I think that's something that directly affects him. You know, he doesn't want to hurt recruiting. So, so then why not just come out and say you're staying then? That's my point here about, you know, I was joking at the beginning, hey, it's gr- it's great off of Ballas, off the uh, Schefter tweet or report, off that interview in Denver a little after seven-hour time last night. Good. Now it's back to football in Ann Arbor. I come on, I do right. an opening monologue joking about hardball. How many times will he say he's staying? And then you come on the show and say, you know what? I don't think the door is completely closed on the Broncos. Well, that's just me. Yeah, that's me reading. You know, Adam Schefter is actually kind of going out of a limb at this point. Now, I do think he's kind of off the table, but not off the table because, um, you know, the, for some reason, again, going back to that meeting last week, Denver feels like that, you know, Jim Harbaugh didn't necessarily, like he told them no, but he didn't necessarily say no, uh, you know, if maybe they up the offer or whatever it would be. So I don't know what happened in that meeting, but clearly there's some reason for Denver to think they can circle back. Now, then you see a lot of Sean Payton buzz today, stuff you're talking about, uh, coupled with Schefter saying he's kind of out, 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 uh, was I think the question Schefter was referring to, and he said, yes, that's correct. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to be the buzzkill because I still do think Jim Harbaugh is going to choose to stay here, but – to me, the reason why he hasn't come out and said again that he's going to be here is because he, you know, he knows that there's a chance he would maybe consider it if they did. Uh, that's the only reason I have to believe that because in the past he's come out with statements. So for me, I, I judge Jim Harbaugh at this point off of what he does, what his actions are. That's what he's asked us to do. Right. Uh, he said that in the past, and he hasn't come out with a statement this week. Maybe that will come, um, you know, in signing days in a couple of days. They're they're going to flip one kid probably from Stanford, but uh, this signing day isn't necessarily the, all the fireworks that you would expect uh, now that they have the early signing day. So uh, I don't think it's going to affect recruiting much in the, in the short term here. So, I, you know, maybe there's no rush. But, again, he's come out with statements in the past calling stuff total crap, saying that this is jive turkeys coming up with this stuff. And right now we have silence. So, to me, the only reason why, you know, I believe that is is because there's a chance – that he's considering it, and he doesn't want to be definitive again with another statement. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Harbaugh Watch is back on. Maybe just the windows open a little, but you can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, good stuff as always. We'll talk soon. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Radio Network. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stamford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. 
we might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party. Filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate. Live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And don't forget about their sister property in Standish, Michigan, for those of you listening in the Bay Area, Midland, Bay City, Saginaw, 100.9 FM. Bud Light, huge question of the day. <laughs> and it got, we changed gears on it. I threw this out about 310. Hey, I'm good. It's back to football in Ann Arbor. Harbaugh, Adam Schefter last night said he's out of the mix. So guess what? I just saw Mike Florio, Pro Football Weekly. I shared that. They're hearing he's not out of the mix for the Broncos job. I just tweeted out and posted on the Huge Show Facebook page. Sign a contract somewhere, Jimmy. Please. Just sign a deal anywhere. This is the second straight year he's done it. Now, the second signing day doesn't mean as much to the big D1 schools like the December one does now. And we'll have signing day coverage for Michigan, Michigan State, the D1 schools tomorrow, D2 and D3 schools on Thursday. Peter Sturzma will join us, Tony Anise, Jason Couch from Alma, right? What a football season they had in the fall of 2022. We'll hear from the new head coach at Michigan Tech. Coach Brady at Saginaw Valley State, right? Northwood's new coach, Adrian's head football coach. For our listeners on 96.5 The Cave, yo, Adrian. I did watch Rocky. Was it Rocky Four with Tommy Morrison, the boxer? Was that four or five? I don't know what it is. I told you when I was working in Tulsa for two and a half years, I got to know Tommy Morrison and drank with him and got into bar fights and... He was crazy, but man, he was Tommy. He was Tommy Hitman Morrison. No machine gun. He was Tommy Machine Gun Morrison. Yo, Adrian, I got a box. You can't pay the rent. Well, that sounded like Andrew Dice Clay, not Rocky. Yo, Hickory Dickory Doc. 
Oh, my God. I'm trying to think the coolest time I ever had with somebody famous. Outside of me alone driving on a road trip in my car. So I've got to hang out and get to know Kid Rock, Tommy Morrison when I was in Tulsa, Barry Switzer when I was down in Norman, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Tom Penders, Augie Garrido, the old baseball coach, he introduced me to Kevin Costner, but it's not like I hung out with Costner. And he was short. I'm like, you a horse jockey? Please, Kevin Costner. I said, can me and you play catch in the parking lot after we drank nine beers like Field of Dreams so I can get an eye taken out and always remember? What happened to your eye, Bill? Why are you wearing a patch? Well, I drank a lot with Augie Garrido, the Texas baseball coach, and Kevin Costner came to the bar. We drank, and we went out, and I wanted to do Field of Dreams at 2.30 a.m. and play catch, and I took a fastball right to the eye. And I'm proud to only have one eye now. And that patch is good because I can put sponsored logos on the patch and make money. Uh, Okay, Chicago. Who did I? I'm going along my radio stops. Otis Wilson, the Super Bowl shuffle bear, 85 champ. He did the XFL games with me and Luke Canellis. Oh, who's the guy, Billy, the Smashing Pumpkins? Billy Corrigan, right? He liked the show, and Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, is that it? I think so. They liked the show. I said, you guys are stalkers. Who? Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't hang out with them. He, he, I, he only did one photo at a stop at Van Andel Arena's with me. And then people are going, wait a minute, don't you have that deal in Dorson Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall in DeVos Place? That's why you got the photo. And I'm like, and I pause and I go, no, it's not. And then in my head, I'm like, yes, it is. Oh, yeah, you didn't get Bill Burr. You didn't. You and Mark Rasmussen, my buddy, you guys were pouting like little kids where Santa could only see one more person. It reminded me of standing in line. You guys did when I had Ace and Legend were like two and three, and we waited Holiday Christmas break, Disney World in Florida. I waited an hour and 45 minutes in the line to get the Christmas photo with Mickey Mouse. And right when we get to the front of the line, the lady puts the velvet rope up and she goes, Hey, everybody, Mickey needs to go home and eat and get some rest. He'll be back tomorrow. And I'm standing there with like one of those double strollers. With Ava, who was maybe four, I'm holding her hand. Where's Mickey going? And I go, hold on. I go, hey, where you going? And Mickey's walking with one of the you know Disney World employees, and all of a sudden he stops, and I see Mickey turn his head around back at me, and I'm like saying to myself, not my kids who are like one, two, and four, or two, three, and four. And I'm, I'm going, is he bowing up? I, I swear, if there wasn't the velvet rope and I wasn't with my kids... I would have ran and tackled Mickey Mouse Christmas break at Disney World. And I yelled at him, you're a nobody. You're nothing but an oversized mouse. All the people are like leaving the line. I refused. I was waiting for another Mickey. 
Then the lady comes back out. She goes, well, Goofy. I go, Goofy? You giving me Goofy? You're going to give me Goofy. If Mickey, I'll tell you what, lady. If Mickey isn't back out here signing autographs and taking a picture with me and the kids, I'm going to go to the Snow White Pancake House and pay $93 for a brunch with Snow White, and the kids are going to eat little finger pancakes. I will tell you, they closed the doors that year for that day. Whatever they hold, 40000 inside Disney World. Oh, my God. That was far and away the most stressful time ever. And I can't look at Mickey anymore. I saw Zane was down running some marathon at Disney World, and he took a photo with Disney characters, and I'm like, no, you've lost me, Mickey, for good. That's it. I'm done with you. 24-7, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen on the free stream weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. And listen anywhere in America where you have mobile service on the iHeart app. Just search The Huge Show. An hour ago, we began talking about Adam Schefter's tweet from last night that said Harbaugh was out of the mix with the Broncos. That they had a big announcement on the way. Well, there's been no big announcement. And I just shared the story from Mike Florio from this afternoon that the door isn't closed on Harbaugh and the Broncos. So last year, he went and visited the Vikings on signing day two and he's doing it again there's something not right I get he's shown the love and those who stay will be champions and Santa Ono the Michigan president has been fantastic in this process but there there has to be some lingering bad blood obviously with Harbaugh and Ward Manuel and I know hey I said sign a contract Jimmy he, they're waiting on the NCAA investigation, and maybe that's what he told the Broncos. Uh, again, I, 
They haven't hired a coach, and as Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com just said, until they hire a coach. The Harbaugh watch is back on, and I thought it was done. And I was happy beginning the show an hour ago. Harbaugh watch over. Here we go with more news and Clayton Safey and the Wolverine.com team reporting what NFL insiders are saying, not what the Wolverine.com is saying. And I thought Mike Florio made the same point from Pro Football Talk, and you see him on Sunday Night Football in America on NBC, that if Denver flew to Ann Arbor to get Harbaugh, they probably wanted to sign him and bring him back. So is Harbaugh waiting on the NCAA? Did he feed Adam Schefter? Hey, I'm out, which he could say right now, but then he's back in because he has an agent now. That's another factor that hasn't been there the past off-seasons. Wow. Yeah, it's trending, number one again. I... I really don't think this is good for Michigan or Michigan football. But you had it last year, and you had it the year before, and look how your years turned out. Maybe he's superstitious. Maybe he feels he has to do this, and then it kind of ramps up the two best years he's ever had coaching a college football team. Back-to-back Big Ten titles, back-to-back butt whoopings on the arch-rival Buckeyes of Ohio State. And back-to-back college football playoff Final Four appearances. I think Harbaugh is smarter than a lot of people give him credit for. So we'll keep you posted. Harbaugh Watch is back on. Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, Michigan State Insider. His thoughts on Izzo and the Spartans. Will they get to the NCAA tournament? How high does their see or how high is their seed ceiling? And then Mel Tucker quietly into an offseason where there is little talk outside of the green and white circles about Mel Tucker and Michigan State football. He has a huge year ahead. He can't go five and seven. He needs a seven and five, even six and six, go to a bowl season. Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, Michigan State Insider is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Sharby? Good, Hugh. How's it going, man? Good. It, would you agree with me that this offseason, compared to a year ago with all the hype with Tucker, that it's very quiet connected to Michigan State football? And I'm talking outside of the MSU circles. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that. And then I think you mentioned it, the 5-7 and seven seasonal kind of do that, right? I mean, you lose a little bit of the buzz and the excitement, um, which is kind of funny because when you look at recruiting, <clears throat> you know, the class, they, the bulk of the class they signed in December – was, you know, I, I, off the top of my head, I think it's ranked higher than last year's. Um, you know, they were active in the portal again. So it's not like the offseason was a whole lot different from last year's. Uh, but, yeah, the the talk and I guess the excitement, uh, I don't want to say it's gone, but it certainly isn't what it was a year ago. And I think that's directly related to what happened on the field. And speaking of on the field, Matt, just your, your gut being around Tucker, Michigan State football since he's been there and even before – are they going to have that bounce back year? Will they have the talent to achieve a seven and five, eight and four season and get back to a bowl game? Well, I mean, I think they will just because when you look at the way that season played out, they certainly weren't going to 
match the 10, 11 wins uh, of the year before. But I don't also don't think they were a five and seven team, if that makes any sense. I mean, there were games they should have won that they didn't. Obviously, we know the Indiana games. There are a couple other instances you think they, they should have closed the deal and didn't. So I, you know, I don't think it's this massive jump to say they're going to win seven or eight games. Now, beyond that, I, I don't really know. I mean, you'd have to. You know, you'd have to have a Kenneth Walker situation again where somebody coming in the portal you weren't expecting to be great turns out to be great or something to that effect. And let's be honest, there's a question at quarterback. I mean, it's going to be a quarterback battle going into spring and into preseason camp, so that, that's going to be a big factor as well. But I think they'll they'll have the guys to be, you know, a bowl team, an 8-7-8 eight, eight win team. Um, they'd have to have a lot of things fall in place to go beyond that, though, I think. But I, I still think overall slowly you're seeing what's through the recruiting and the, and the additions they're making in the portal, they are they are improving talent-wise each year. So I, I would expect to see some sort of jump this fall. Uh, to move on, talk about Tom Izzo with Michigan State basketball. Do you think they're going to make the NCAA tournament? And what would be their realistic seed ceiling for this team come Selection Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll make it. You know, the, the ceiling is, I mean, it, it, everything's got to go right. I mean, you got to win all your home games. And, you know, grab another another couple road games and maybe win a game or two in the tournament. And then you're then you're talking like a five-ish type seed, perhaps. I, I don't know how realistic that is. I mean, I think what, what you expect out of the team is win their home games, maybe grab a road game. Who knows? Maybe the Saturday in New York. You know, because there's not any bad. You, you won't have any bad losses left. Obviously, they play Minnesota at home. That would be a bad loss. Um, but everything else is going to be a solid win and not a bad loss. So I think if they just stay right at about 500 in the conference, maybe a game or so above, you're looking at, you know, a seven-ish seed. You really want to avoid that eight or nine spot, obviously, and not play a one seed in the second round if you get there. Um, but, I, you know, Malik Hall getting healthy, I think if there's no more setbacks there, I think that six, seven, seven range feels really solid to me right now, assuming everything doesn't fall apart here down the stretch. Izzo, is he... Crankier than normal uh, as we head towards February when we're this close to March, which is usually the month where Izzo and Michigan State football shine. Is he feeling the pressure to make the tournament? Uh, I don't think they're a Big Ten title contender. If they would have won at Purdue, they would have been in the mix. Uh, So now, like I said, they're playing for Big Ten tourney seeding and what number they see on the seed line on Selection Sunday, compare Izzo right now to Izzo a year ago. I actually think, especially before Sunday's game at Purdue, you, is, he's been in a lot better frame of mind, to be honest with you. I think he really feels comfortable with where the now, – now, look, the way they played against Purdue and what Zach Eady did, and there was some he, – he was pretty frustrated Sunday afternoon. And there was a lot of things, I mean – you know, that went into that, the way they covered him, should they have done some different things. He was mad at the officials. You know, you get you get run out of the gym at that place, which isn't a big shock, but it's never a great feeling. So there was frustration, but I think overall he's happy with the direction they're headed and the and getting Malik Hall back, I think it's it's so hard to quantify his importance of that team because it's not just about points and rebounds. I mean they just they play differently with him and as long as he doesn't have another setback, I think he feels like overall they're still heading in the right direction and this could be a team that is playing at the best, you know, by the end of the month going into March. Again, what does that mean? Yeah, probably not some crazy run for a Big Ten title, but you could be a team that's playing well, and it's not exactly one you want to see in your in your region if when that when that tournament bracket comes out. Yeah, I think we're going to have maybe three or four surprise Sweet Sixteen teams this year in the NCAA tournament. 
Yeah, and, and look, how many of these Big Ten teams are falling in that category right now? Of The record's not going to be great. You might not think that much of them, but if, if you look at that bracket and you're a two-seed, a three-seed, and you see them as a possible second-round team, whether it's a, a Michigan State, a Rutgers, a, um, certainly you know Illinois and Indiana, the way they've been playing, there's so many teams like that that you just don't, you don't want to see. Um, the record might not be great, but I think come March, I know there's a big, the Big Ten catches a lot of heat with the way they've played in the NCAA tournament recently. I just feel like there's a lot of teams that are going to be a tough out for, for most teams this year. Yeah, because if you look at the Big Ten, obviously Purdue, who hasn't lost on the road, and they're number one in America, and then it's Tennessee, yeah. Houston, Alabama, uh, your top four. You don't find another Big Ten team uh, in the top 25 until I think you get down to Indiana at 21. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy, isn't it? And then... Uh, that's it. Two teams in the top 25. So is this a case of the Big Ten? And it slides right into my next question, Matt. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News follows Michigan State in the Big Ten, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Is this a case of the conference being strong and beaten up on each other? Or with only two ranked teams, it is a, a case of the conference being overrated? Well, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't say overrated because I feel like people don't think it's the best conference, you know, because there has, but we know there's been years in the past where they've had, you know, four or five elite teams. Um, and, and I don't think they have that this year. Clearly they don't. I mean, Purdue's really the only one that can claim that, but I, I do think it is a case of these teams are just so closely matched. You know, really, if you take out Minnesota, Nebraska, to an extent, there's really not an easy game out there. Um, when you think about any team in this conference, now certainly some have had, some issues they're dealing with. Um, but, I, you know, you look at Illinois, as talented as they are. Indiana's finally starting to put it together. I think Michigan State's playing better. There's so many teams that are good, not great, uh, but they're good and they're going to fight you. So I think it's, you know, is, it, is the Big Ten overrated? I don't think so. I think people think they're right about where they are, a solid conference with, with, a, lot of, with a lot of solid teams. I do agree. That, you know, you're not going to want to face Rutgers. If Rutgers rolls in the tournament yeah. as a 7 or 8 seed, yeah, good luck, or an 8 or a 9, and you're a 1, and you got to play them uh, in yeah. round 2. You don't want that. No, not at all. I mean, that team's going to fight you. You know, they're going to rebound, defend. and that's, I mean, so many teams in the Big Ten are that. Uh, and and I'm, Indiana, Illinois, I think, are just – those of those teams, I think, are, fi- are going to start coming together – they got a lot of talent, but but you're right. I mean, Rutgers especially. Um, they're just. And yeah, I mean, I look at Northwestern. I mean, I know the schedule is going to get tougher a little bit for them late in the conference, but you can't deny what they've done to this to this point, and they've played really good defensively. So that means they're going to be in just about every game they play. So I, there's just not an easy night in this conference anymore. And I think that's the question will be: Does that wear you out by March, or does that make you better? So. I guess only time will tell on that. Yeah, and State needs to take care of business with Minnesota, Nebraska, and yeah. at Michigan, which isn't easy. Go ask Purdue uh, the other night last week. Yeah, the Big Ten, it's been great basketball to watch. We'll see how many teams end up getting in the tournament. The Michigan State has the best path. Michigan needs a miracle finish, whether it's in the regular season or in the Big Ten tournament. I doubt they're going to make the NCAA tournament. And looking at their finishing schedule, and sitting where they're at right now at 11 and 10, finishing 500 in the conference is the most important number for any Big Ten team to hear their name. And Michigan, I I roll out their schedule and I pick a guaranteed W. There might be one left. <laughs> right. 
and that's that's the that's the kind of predicament everyone's in. So that's when I say when, when we're talking about Michigan State, you can't afford to give away another home game. I mean, they already they've lost two already to Purdue and, and that Northwestern one early. Some people forget. Uh, so those you can't do those. You can't lose that game at Nebraska. You can't you can't have those ones you're not supposed to lose because then you're then you're behind the eight ball. You're not making it 500 in the conference, and then it's a problem. So for Michigan, yeah, I mean, I just wonder if there's enough opportunity in there to get enough wins. I mean, look, it could all come together quickly. Jed Howard could come back and everything starts clicking. But I just I haven't seen a lot of evidence of that to this point. So. You know they're, they're going to have to pull something out here that we haven't seen yet. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's impossible, but it's, it's a tough road at this. Now point. Michigan hasn't played enough defense all season long. Matter of fact, when I list those remaining games for Michigan and and why they're in trouble, even when it comes to the NIT tournament at Northwestern, uh, Ohio State, Nebraska at home, Indiana at home, at Wisconsin, Michigan State at home. At Rutgers, Wisconsin at home, at Illinois, at Indiana. I mean, my lord, if you just yeah. win, if you just win your home games, which you get that stretch after they're at Northwestern on Thursday, you get Ohio State, Nebraska, and Indiana at home in a row. Michigan really will be at a stage that they'll have to win all three of those games. Right, and you think about some of those teams you just mentioned: Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa. They're, they're all going to be kind of in the same spot, too, right? They're all going to be playing for their tournament lives as well. So it's, I mean, everyone's going to be fighting for the same thing. Um, so, yeah, it's not, <laughs> you rattle off the schedule like that, it doesn't mm. it doesn't sound great for Michigan. But, you know, like I said, every, everyone's fighting for the same thing. Every team in the Big Ten's got their flaws. So, who knows? We'll see. We'll see which ones rise late here. But uh, it, it's it's just such a tough conference to play in this year, and we're seeing that. You see it in the, in, in the records. Everyone's so close. Think about that: ten teams, five hundred or better, in the Big Ten, and Wisconsin's only a, a game and a half, two games. It would be uh, under five hundred. Ohio State, believe it or not, pretty darn good basketball team. Same record yeah. as Michigan at eleven and ten overall, but only three and seven in the Big Ten. Man, right remarkable i mean you look at that team as it's constructed and you expect you know look they've had the other thing you look at is a lot of close losses in there too i mean the analytics and metrics will tell you ohio state's better than that record and if you believe in a lot of that then that's the case so they're i mean they're close they're right there but they're just not getting it done so i mean i know they had Zed key out for a game or two but you know as we've seen just about everyone's dealing with injuries at some level um so yeah, I mean it's it's been a bizarre year. That's why I think there's no final score surprises me at this point. In the Big Ten, not not a single one of them. So there's there's just no gimmies in this conference. Matt Sharbino does a great job following Michigan State, the PGA, LPGA Tour, the game of golf, and the Big Ten for the Detroit News. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, Matt. Thank you for the conversation. Have a great Tuesday night. You got it, huge. See ya. All right, Matt Charbonneau from Detroit. Check it in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Get an update on Harbaugh. The door isn't completely closed. Is the new trending topic when it comes to Jim Harbaugh and the Denver Broncos. John Borton from the Wolverine.com. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman and a co-host on the Wolverine Dot com Michigan football podcast. And before the end of this hour, we'll hear from Dylan. 
I said, Rysicki, right? I said that. Resicki? Rhino? What are you, you changing his name? He plays for Grand Valley State Club Hockey. We can't do this to names like that. Resnick. Brett, we can't put Resnick, okay? He's All right. Uh, now, Clayton Safey just said that Sean Payton is that big announcement. Is he going to the Broncos? So that I think the Denver play hardball to get Payton to take it. Are we breaking the news with just Safey texting you and we didn't even check it? Clayton Safey texted us. He must have seen it someplace that Sean Payton is going to go join. Russell Wilson and the Broncos, so that means Harbaugh is staying in Michigan. So in the course of an hour and 20 minutes, we've gone from, hey, it's nothing but football now in Ann Arbor, to wait a minute, the window's open, to Sean Payton. Adam Schefter would have that. You, you Just look under Adam Schefter, okay? He would have that. He's the NFL insider. He would know, okay? All right, so... It says, breaking news, Saints and the Broncos are finalizing compensation in return for Super Bowl winning head coach Sean Payton. Sources tell ESPN this clears the way for Payton to sign with the Broncos to become their next head coach. And so Peyton is expected to head to Denver as the next head coach of the Broncos. And thank you, Clayton Safey, for the heads up. So there you go. At least now at 420, Harbaugh is staying. I don't think there are any more jobs left open for him. Frank Reich took Carolina, right? It seemed to be only Denver but if Denver flew to meet him, were they playing hardball to get Sean Payton? Sean Payton's a better NFL hire. He is. So as much as we were saying maybe hardball was just stringing along word manual to make him nervous, did the Broncos play hardball to get Sean Payton? Coming up on the conspiracy of the day topic, we'll have it exclusively on the huge show across Michigan. All right, so now our Bud Light huge question of the day comes back into play. Kind of went away and came back. Will this be the last time Harbaugh looks at other jobs after a Michigan football season with Harbaugh as a head coach? I'm asking you, the audience. Bud Light huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They're currently on a six-game road trip. They'll be home soon. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's Buy Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate every day from the flagship station, 96-1 The Game in downtown GR. John Borton will join us in a moment from the Wolverine.com. With the latest news from Adam Schefter and ESPN, Sean Payton is finalizing a deal to become the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. I don't think there are other options, but again, with Harbaugh, Kind of like our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is he staying? How many times will he do this? Will it happen after every year? So I believe with Sean Payton becoming head coach of the Broncos, 
There's no threat now of Harbaugh leaving. That would be my latest guess. Let's go talk to John Borden from the Wolverine.com. Like we said, that breaking news with Sean Payton taking over for the Broncos. I guess even based on what Schefter said last night, and he broke the story, so he must have known it with his Denver connections, uh, John. But there was some uh, a small bit of anxiety if Payton didn't take the job or they couldn't work out a deal with the Saints on compensation that uh, Harbaugh window was still open a little bit as late as this afternoon. Yeah, I would say a small bit of, uh, of angst and consternation might be, uh, <laughs> might be an understatement because, you know, until, uh, until Harbaugh's deal is signed with Michigan, uh, there was that out there. And the fact that he was willing to, to meet with Denver even after uh, Santa Ono had said, hey, it's a done deal, back and uh, Jim made indications along those lines if you're still talking if you're still conversing if they're still making the pitch to you uh, that is uh, it's not a done deal at least in the minds of most people looking at this John Borden from the Wolverine.com talking about the latest news with Sean Payton uh, becoming the next head coach of the Denver Broncos so Harbaugh I, again, we assume that, you know, it's back to football uh, in Ann Arbor. John, you've been around Michigan a long time. How many years uh, with the Wolverine.com and other outlets have you followed Michigan? 32 football seasons. 32 football seasons. Is this annual, is Harbaugh going to stay, sign a contract, flirt with the NFL? I know we can look at the last two years and say it hasn't hurt Michigan football, but is it laying some bad bricks for the future that could hurt this team a year or two down the road? Well, it doesn't help. That, that's for sure. It doesn't help. It didn't help in this year's recruiting class. Um, if there are doubts you know, going forward, uh, it, it won't help then with that particular aspect. I mean, you've got so, many, so much else going for you, two straight Big Ten championships, uh, two straight playoff appearances, uh, resounding win over Ohio, wins over Ohio State, and yet there's this uh, there is this negative recruiting goldmine for those who are Michigan haters or competing against, where they simply say, "Look, you don't even know if the the head guy is going to be around." I think Michigan will try to. Uh, push back against that once they get this deal done by uh, you know talking about the buyout and how that's been increased and certainly Jim Harbaugh will will say you know I I, I looked around I'm happy here I'm you know we're going to move forward and all that kind of good stuff but it's you know it is certainly a uh, a something that if you're recruiting against Michigan that's your first go-to John Borden from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, but I, I said this to Clayton Safey about an hour ago that, and to Ballas yesterday for the Wolverine.com that we can complain about all the drama after every season. Maybe it's something Harbaugh is superstitious about because the last two years with all the drama has led to back-to-back Big Ten championships, hammering Ohio State twice, and getting to the college football playoff two years in a row. There's no question about it, uh, Bill. And the, to everyone that says, I've had it, I, I, enough, just go, just go. My answer is, look, 
you're you're uh, you're riding down the highway in uh, in a Rolls Royce right now. You're sitting on top of the world like uh, Michigan football hasn't in a good long while. You uh, you make as much of this as you possibly can. You you run this thing out and uh, and keep it going and keep enjoying this and keep uh, Ohio State fans pulling their hair out and keep uh, the uh, the Big Ten championship trophies racking up. Uh, I mean. It, it, it took a while for Jim Harbaugh to become that what what he was expected to be on day one coming in. Oh, the the savior that's going to turn the program around and you know get things back to where they belong. Well, I mean, almost got there in 2016, and then a little you know a little dip there, and people thought that it's just not going to happen. It's happened the last two years beyond anybody's expectation after seeing the years that directly preceded that, and especially in 2020. You just keep him here, and uh, you take whatever consequence there may be from uh, those wanting to plant doubt, and uh, and you ride this thing out. Johnny, appreciate the update. Your thoughts on Harbaugh, at least for the time being, staying at Michigan, and Sean Payton returning to the NFL as the Denver Broncos head coach. Always good to hear your voice, my man. We'll talk soon. Great to be with you, Bill. Thanks. All right, John Borden from the Wolverine.com team, part of the On3.com network. Check it in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party. Filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate. Live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with our friends from Van Andel Institute and the Purple Community. Now, these Purple Games 
are popping up all across the state, all across the Midwest, and even across this country. And the next Purple game up is on Saturday at Griff's Georgetown, which will be out in the Jenison area. That rink uh, will host Hope College and Grand Valley Club Hockey, two rivals. And the Grand Valley Club team will be wearing purple jerseys, uh, raising money, awareness for Van Andel Institute and the Purple uh, community. Dylan Resnick is from the east side of the state. Birmingham senior at Grand Valley plays club hockey, getting ready for the Purple game on Saturday. Welcome to the Huge Show. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. All right. Uh, from what the players and coaches and uh, everyone connected to this game has told you, uh, the meaning of the Purple game Saturday uh, when it comes to Grand Valley Club Hockey. Yeah, no, it's it's a special place in all of our hearts. Um, you know, we do it every year. It's annual. Um, always partnering up with Van Andel and trying to raise as much money as possible, putting on, you know, sell, doing a bake sale, selling different trinkets and uh, having our jerseys and everything. So, yeah, it's a pretty special game. So they do kind of, you know, the Griffins have their Purple Community game coming up. I think it's in March. And they kind of started it with hockey. Now other high school programs and college uh, programs, club teams uh, have done it. Uh, so the jerseys, the purple jerseys, will be auctioned off with all the money going to Van Andel Institute. Yeah, no, we'll we'll be selling everything we got. So um, trying to raise as much money possible. You know, we always set a goal. Right now we're at three thousand. That's our goal. Um, but yeah, all across the hockey community, you can see in the professional leagues, NHL, um, all these. Teams are rallying together and trying to, you know, raise up money for a good cause. Yeah, I like your enthusiasm and sincerity towards uh, this event. It will be the purple game for Grand Valley Club Hockey, Grand Valley State University's club hockey team against Hope College, which uh, also is one of the top club programs like Grand Valley. It's a rivalry at the club level. Now, I said Griff's Georgetown, Griff's West. What, what's the official name of the rink and where is it? Yeah, so it's uh, Griff's Georgetown because there is a Griff's West because um, that's in Holland. Oh, there uh, is? I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, so they have uh, two two rinks. But yeah, this one's Griff's Georgetown. Um, it's off the corner of 48th Avenue and Bauer in Hudsonville. Um, so yeah, it's just about five minutes off our campus and uh, it's a pretty convenient location for everybody. All right, so if people want tickets, I assume with the Hope side and the Grand Valley side... Uh, in any sport, especially club hockey, that's gonna uh, the tickets are gonna go fast. I, I would assume it will be a sellout. Yeah, no, we usually get a big big crowd for everybody coming. Um, but yeah, you can just show up to the game. We'll have tickets right available at the right at the entrance, and we just hope to pack the house and try to raise as much money as possible. All the proceeds will go to Van Andel. So uh, yeah, it's pretty special. And the jerseys are auctioned off after the game. Jerseys, it depends. You know, sometimes guys, you know, because we. On the back of our jerseys, instead of putting our own names, we put somebody to honor, uh, whether it's their own family member or somebody out in the community that they want to honor. So some guys want to keep it just because it's special to them, but uh, but if guys want to auction off, they can too. That's cool, man. Uh, it will be the purple game with Grand Valley State Club Hockey and Hope Club Hockey Saturday night, 8 p.m. You drop the puck, right? Yes, sir. You so got get it. there early. Probably going to be a sellout or a big crowd at Griff's Georgetown. Yes, uh, which is right there, Hudsonville, Jenison, border, right? Yep, yes, sir. You got not it. like there's border checkpoints. It's not no, another country. No. It's like uh, they're in the Hudsonville, uh, Georgetown, Jenison area, and a great cause, raising money and awareness, and every dollar uh, matters. It's the thought, I think, behind a lot of these Purple Games, and I see your passion, uh, Dylan and Dylan Resnick, out of Birmingham, Michigan, on the east side of the state, a senior at Grand Valley 
State University. What are you going to school for, away from hockey? Yeah, so I'm a clinical exercise science major. Uh, I'm going to physical therapy school in the fall, so that's uh, that's the goal right now. But definitely uh, loving playing hockey, and we just got such a good community here at Grand Valley and the club sport we have. Um, everyone's tight-knit, and uh, yeah, it's a really good program. Yeah, the hockey community in West Michigan, I know you're from the east side of the state, and obviously uh, hockey town with the wings, but the hockey community here from youth to high school to club to even some of the D1 programs like Western and Ferris, it really, and the Griffins are in that mix as well, really a cool have-your-back hockey community in oh, West Michigan. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, even where we're playing at, you see all the youth teams, the high school teams, everybody growing together, growing up, and you know, supporting like the Griffins and going to all these college games too. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely big, big community for sure. All right, Dylan Resnick, a senior at Grand Valley, will have his purple jersey on Saturday night. Griff's Georgetown. 8 p.m. they'll drop the puck in the purple community game to benefit Van Andel Institute and also bring more awareness as Van Andel Institute is continuing that daily search for a cure for cancer, Parkinson's, and other diseases. Dylan, thank you for your time on The Huge Show. Yes, thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. We are back live, wrapping up our number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by an incredible destination, the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mountain Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Breaking news inside this hour, Sean Payton returning to the NFL as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. So the window is closed there with Harbaugh. I guess he's staying. But so far in two hours in the show, it's gone from he's staying to window open to window closed. I would say that's it, but you never count out Harbaugh just like you don't count out Izzo and much madness. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands. Steakhouse and Grills, your home for all your favorite teams and games. Michigan, Michigan State, Pistons, Wings, Super Sunday, Chiefs and the Eagles on all the TVs. And remember, if you're not getting out for game day, whether it's work day, play day, or game day, you can order up your brand's favorites, Wings, and more on the fly. Just go to brands.com. You'll find the Brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. The Brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids. If you listen on 96.1 The Game. The Brands in Holland off of James and US 31. If you tune in on WHTC. Johnny Brands is in Granville, just west of GR. Also, Johnny Brands on Leonard off of US 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. And Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands Steakhouse and Grill in Cascade just east of GR. So make plans to watch Michigan, Michigan State Hoops, Wings, Pistons, and Super Sunday if you're in the Grand Rapids area. Chiefs and the Eagles on all the TVs at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. And if you can't make it out to watch your favorite game, get all your brand's favorites delivered, or you can pick them up. Go to brands.com. That is brands.com. And don't forget about their daily happy hours. Lunch, dinner, great food, always had a great price at your local brands. 
Somebody just sent me a text on the Hughes text chain where you can join in. Just text the word Hughes to 21,000. I bet Harbaugh now opens up the door with Indy. No, he would have had a second better. No, not. Did Indy give the job to Saturday? I... No. I think he would have had a second better. And he didn't. I don't even know if the Colts even I they're they're in disarray. I tell you what, to be a Lions fan right now and not have this drama anywhere. No, no drama with the Lions. I mean, no drama with the Lions at all right now. Anywhere. So now they're saying that the Colts head coaching search could last in the Super Bowl week. Were they waiting to see if Harbaugh is going to take Denver? I swear to God. No, Harbaugh watch is good for the huge show. It is. Uh, and it hasn't hurt Michigan the last two years, so as much as anybody wants to complain, and even I tweeting out, sign a contract, Jimmy. Just sign a contract. I actually should thank him because it's January, and Michigan and Michigan State basketball, they're not ranked. The Pistons are still maintaining one of the great protests in NBA history that we will not play defense. And the Wings, I think they're the closest between the Tigers, Pistons, and Wings. Lions are not even in the conversation about being close anymore. They are there. They will be your NFC North champions, and they will be in the NFC championship game next year. Boom. Mic drop. Also, I think this is pretty cool. The Michigan marching band is learning the clashes. Should he stay or should he go now? <laughs> 24-7. You want to know everything about the show? Go to thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Had breaking news within the last hour. Former Saints head coach Sean Payton now will become the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, which the Jim Harbaugh door looked closed last night per Adam Schefter. 
But then others were saying out of Denver and NFL insiders as late as an hour ago that it was still open for Harbaugh, so maybe they were waiting for Peyton to tell them no and Harbaugh was going to be their guy. The only other job of note that would be connected to Harbaugh, and he has an interview, would be the Colts head job. So would Ursay jump right in? Harbaugh hasn't even done an interview with their top brass, and other candidates are into the second interview phase. So at least for the time being, it looks like it's back to football and not Harbaugh watch in Ann Arbor. Our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you think after every season Harbaugh's in Ann Arbor, he'll be looking or at least entertaining possible offers for other jobs? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text word HUGE, 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Goal. Have you been to a game yet inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR? Gold are on the road. Six-game tour. They'll be back home soon. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Really good basketball. And an unbelievable venue for hoops with Van Andel Arena. Let's go get his thoughts on Harbaugh Watch. Harbaugh, at the start of the show, was in. Then reports are, wait a minute, the window may be open in Denver. Then the window closes about a half hour ago. Sean Payton moves in. The only other job that they may make a run at Harbaugh could be Ursay and the Colts, but that seems to be a cluster right now down south in Indy. Uh, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan. He is part of the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast that you can hear on a weekly basis. He's checking in and... Yeah, man, I you know, I, I want to say, oh, God, Harbaugh, you know, every year, contracts, uh, NFL jobs, oh, it's going to kill the program. Yet the last two years, as I told John Borton and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, Doug, all they've done is win the Big Ten, the Hammer Ohio State, and twice, and get to the college football playoff twice, even with their postseason drama. Well, I, I think, Bill, I think this is a symptom, and, and you and I have talked about this before. I think this is a symptom of what college football has become right before our eyes in just a few short years. Everything's a one-year deal. And certainly we know that from a lot of players who shift around every year, and the coaches do the same thing. And, and you know, we talk about Jim Harbaugh in and, and January and entertaining other offers, and I, I just think that Everything is 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 uh, is momentary, it seems, in, in college football. And I don't think this is a Jim Harbaugh thing. I I think that a lot of coaches, maybe not all, but a lot of coaches that are looking around college football right now, are taking a more serious look at the NFL because of its structure and stability of managing a roster. And I don't think Jim Harbaugh is an exception. And and. Every time I hear that, oh, Jim Harbaugh says he's staying and, and he's going to be in Ann Arbor, I think, yeah, that's probably absolutely true until something better comes along and then he's going to take a hard look at it, just like the players are doing themselves with all the freedom and the transfer and the NIL money that they have. But isn't that life uh, outside of marriages and sometimes even in marriages where you're always looking to upgrade, right? 
Yeah, I, I think there's some parallels there for sure. I mean, that's the way it is in the business world. You know, obviously, there's some non-competes that that uh, some companies will try to impose upon some of their employees, and various states have different legal strengths to uphold those things. Certainly, I'm no lawyer, but uh, yeah, you're absolutely. I think I think we all look for the bigger and better deal that makes sense, and for us, and we can do it. Then we take a hard look at it, and I don't think Jim Harbaugh is any different. You know, again, this. This kind of goes back to the broke record, broken record I keep talking about, that the era that all of us college football fans knew and loved uh, certainly changed in the last 10 years. But just in the last two years, this, the door has been blown wide open. And I don't think anything goes now with uh, player movement in college football and the transfer portal and Jim Harbaugh looking around and the NFL is calling me and maybe take a serious look at it. And, you know, maybe if it's not the Broncos and I'm going to make a statement and come out and say I'm staying in Ann Arbor, maybe not. You know, I think it, I just think it's so fluid and we won't know for sure. I, I, I just don't think we'll know for sure for anything until spring football starts. And I think at that point, you know, your coach is probably either here or he's already gone. Mixing NIL deals where another school will offer a better deal. And it's really professional sports with one-year deals. I agree with you. Coaches are held to a buyout. Uh, I, I don't know why contracts aren't given to a coach that says, look, you're going to see your contract through unless we fire you or we mutually agree. Uh, but that's not the way college sports works. And the players have freedom to move. The coaches have freedom to move. And and I, I, I doubt Indy would be the last option now if they jump into the game. But you know, I, I thought Harbaugh, on Harbaugh watch, I've said he's staying 17 times in the last 21 days and said he's going 18 times. <laughs> That's not surprising, <laughs> but you know, Bill, as I said, you know, the buyouts are only as, as you know, the buyouts nowadays in college football, they, they need to be pretty, pretty massive for anybody to blink at them. I and if you're an NFL team and you're serious about going after and getting a coach, then, you know, what's a four or $5 million buyout? It's tip money. I mean, yeah, that's, that's nothing. So, uh, you know, I don't know that that really has a whole lot of strength to it, but, uh, you know, I think you and I talked about this as well, Bill. I, I just not, I'm not convinced that Jim Harbaugh's passing football offense, the the passing offense that you that you and I talked about the last time I was on your show, 79th in the in the NCAA in 2022 is not a good translator to how well you're going to do in the NFL. And I think that's what's keeping him from really getting an NFL job. It's not money. It's, uh, you know, NFL is, is a seven-on-seven seven league in, in a lot of ways. And so if Jim Harbaugh's offense this last year had been top 10, top 20, I think he'd had a much better shot at landing an NFL gig. One thing I'll say, and it's not a knock against Kirk Campbell being elevated to be QB coach after Weiss uh, was fired because of the computer issues, and nothing against Moore in the job he's done, but... I've been really surprised that Harbaugh hasn't gone after one of those young, hot shot, wide open offensive coordinators. I'm serious. Yeah, that surprised me a little bit too. But on the same hand, I, I, I do think there's some 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 positives to elevating a guy from within. You know, I think a lot of these you know these coaching staffs have the official on field coaches, and then you have an army of analysts. And I think these analysts are obviously around when the players are off the field and they're doing their influences and whatnot. And so if you got a young guy who's ready to go and take a shot, then I think on one hand it's kind of cool. It's worked in the past for Coach Harbaugh there, and, and there's no reason it can't work again. 
and we'll see. You know, we got to, you know, this, this coming fall, it'll be here before we know it, and we'll see how good this offense is. It better be better than 79th in the country or we're going to have similar results, even if we can run the football like we did last year. But as you and I go back and forth, and Doug, you're a five-time Big Ten champion at Michigan as an offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. As much as we want to break it down, fans want to complain, tell Harbaugh to make up his mind, they are back-to-back Big Ten champions, blew out Ohio State twice, including this past season in Columbus, and went to the Final Four, and granted their Final Four appearances have not been pretty. Really strong second half against TCU, but three god-awful halves. But a lot of college programs would take what Harbaugh and Michigan have done the last two years. They should be loaded, and anything below a one-loss season almost seems like a bad year uh, coming up. Skeen, by the way, with the, it does, doesn't it? And Skeen's with the Michigan well, Football yeah, Podcast. We, we get greedy, right, Bill? I mean, we get greedy. As I know. And I, I think that uh, back-to-back Big Ten titles, which hasn't been done since, shoot, we were in Ann Arbor 30 years ago, uh, winning the outright title the way these guys have with the with the championship game and what they've done to Ohio State, they've certainly gotten past the, the the one of the mountains on the way to the top. And you're flirting with you know playing for a national title two years in a row in the current structure. You're doing doggone well, and and I'm really appreciative for what Coach Harbaugh has done in the last couple of years and the attitude of this team and this program playing for each other, playing team football. The, the players seem to really enjoy each other. They look like they're having fun, so that's all good because, as you well know, Bill, from watching, it was some dark years for the last 10, 15 years before two years ago, and it was kind of miserable to watch as a Michigan former player and and a fan of the Wolverines. It was tough, and so we can complain about, uh, you know, bad bad passing offenses at critical moments late, late in the season in the playoffs, and that's a fair criticism, but the big picture uh, winning the Big Ten the way we did and getting yourself a chance in the playoff, uh, you got to get there every year before you can even you know start to uh, you know get a little perspective on uh, on what actually has happened here. And it's 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 really really good what he's done the last two seasons. Doug Skeen is really really good at what he did on the football field and what he does off the field as a father, as a husband. As a Michigan man and also as a co-host on the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast, talking about Sean Payton staying, not staying in TV, leaving TV, and he will now reside in Denver as the Broncos' new head coach. That more than likely means Harbaugh's flirtation with the NFL this offseason is complete unless the Colts do something crazy, but he hasn't even interviewed there yet, so we'll keep you posted. Doug, appreciate the conversation, my man. Thank you, Bill. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Remember, our Super Sunday weekend will happen at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. We're giving away nine overnights, two nights. Stay, a brunch, Bud Light deals. You watch the Super Bowl, we'll hang out if you want to win. Plus, we'll throw in a foursome of golf at Tullymore St. Ives this year. Uh, enter right now. Go to the Huge Show Facebook page and at Huge Show on Twitter. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. 
It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. This will be a bit of a different week for Michigan State's men's basketball team in that the Spartans only play one game during the week, and that's Saturday at noon in Madison Square Garden, New York, against Rutgers. The game was moved from the Rutgers Center so that it could be played on a site that was in New York that could go to national television. The question for the Spartans who've lost four of their last six games, can they make improvement from the way they've been playing recently, especially after a 16-point loss last weekend at Purdue? Coach Tom Izzo says one thing for sure, he wants to improve his team's rebounding, and that'll be a point of emphasis in practice all week long. Whether it helps the Spartans or not for Rutgers, stay tuned. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. Over the last 18 months, they merged with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before. If you're a business, no matter how big or small, or an individual, and you want the business team that can handle all of your accounting and business needs, turn to Bean Garter. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. We're also down to your last chance to enter the Beat Huge contest where Tom Rosenbach and his team have put up the $1,500 in cash that could be yours. The big game, your last chance to play. Just go to thehugeshow.net, get your picks in, and you can win that $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. One final chance to try and beat my big game pick. Get your picks in before the big game kicks off at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. End of the hour, Tim McCullough, the fun governor for the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, will join us. Right now, we're going to head down to Mobile, Alabama. Jeff Risden, one of our Lions insiders from the Lions Wire and the Detroit Lions podcast, teamed up with his crew, Sandman and Chris, on a Detroit Lions podcast special from the Senior Bowl And they all got together and talked about what they've witnessed so far uh, coming up in the first couple of days, uh, looking at future uh, NFL prospects. Let's start with you, Riz. What are you looking for, uh, looking at this uh, this practice? So today I am doing wide receivers versus cornerbacks, defensive backs, tight ends. Um, You get a little bit of the running back and linebackers in coverage, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, the first day I do the periphery. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of that you, you wind up just observing the quarterbacks and their throwing motions and seeing that, too. So you get a little bit of evaluation. Um, a lot of it is comparative the first day. It's not necessarily looking yeah. for, like, oh, the, the quarterback overthrew the res- Like, he's never, he's never seen this guy before. I'm not yep. worried about that. Yep. I want to make sure that you know, we're seeing mechanics, the, the, the route, the 
attention to detail, the footwork, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and in, in defense, the cornerback, don't be tall, don't be late. That's that's the two things. Uh, I'm watching their feet, and uh, you know that's I. I Tomorrow's the pit for me, um, so yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I enjoy that more. But today today is very good because we, we're going to see a lot of guys. The Lions are not in the market for a first-round receiver or tight end, but later on, specifically day three, I think you're going to see one of each. Uh, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all, and I think that there's a lot of those guys here. Yeah. And sorting through all those guys, when, when Jim Nagy spoke this morning, one of the things he talked about was the depth of the, the tight end class. And even though the one guy isn't here uh, from Utah, uh, like there's every, all the tight ends that are here are probably going to get drafted this year. And the Lions, it's not, it's not like a primary need, but it is a secondary need. Mm-hmm. I, I think you want somebody that's a little bit better than Shane Zilstra or, you know, I'm not going to dog Brock right because that guy can play. But you need, you need that yeah, third tight end. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that he's on the roster right now. Yep. Um, and like all, like all those guys, other than James Mitchell, are free agents of, of some level of restriction. So they have yep. some they have some need there. So that's that's going to be one of the things I'm looking at. Um, just the wide, res- wide receivers versus cornerbacks, one-on-one routes. I'll, I'll never forget one of the first senior bowls I was at down here. They, they, do, they do one-on-one. The wide receiver runs a fly pattern. He's literally the only guy in the pattern. And he wasn't expecting the ball. Like, <laughs> and he wound up being a Jets draft pick. <laughs> and washed out very quickly. Surprise, surprise! Like those are the types of things that, like, how do you, like, how do you not know that? Like, who else, who else is he throwing to? You know, so like, those the, you can rule some guys out pretty quickly, uh, and, and it sucks to be that harsh. But at the same time, like, if you're not prepared for this, how are you going to be prepared when you know there's sixty five thousand people in Ford Field screaming at you? Like, yeah, that's 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 part of the pressure. You know, some some guys can handle that, some guys can't. Anytime someone mentions the Jets, all I can think of is future Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, and then future Minnesota quarterback Aaron Rodgers. There's, there's, <laughs> hey, there's a lot. And then there's a lot of sport going on about Aaron Rodgers to, to New York right yeah. now. And then future embezzlement failure, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, what are you going to be looking at today, Andrew? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to look at uh, interior O line. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to see these guys in person. You know, normally when we come to the Senior Bowl, we get to watch them walk across the stage in their underpants, which is kind of a weird thing to do. But it also gives you a really good idea of how are these guys built. You know, you can see offensive linemen that are more middle-heavy versus top-heavy versus how big are their legs, how much does it look like they spend time in the gym. So we didn't get to do that this year, which is a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, seeing them in pads on the field and then seeing how they handle themselves, you know, like Jeff said, there's a lot of small things that, are hard to get right the first day of practice, but yeah. footwork, hand placement as an offensive lineman, That's how huge. quickly they yeah. are off the ball, yep. yeah. you know, uh, you know, those are all things that um, you know we need to kind of start looking at yeah. because interior offensive lineman, I think, is you know a pretty sneaky need for the Lions. Uh, it is. It, it, it's something that maybe they could get away with getting a random guy in there and the rest of the offensive line kind of picks up the slack. We kind of saw that already when that's that's basically what Evan Brown was. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they may be willing to fly around with that or we could see a day two offensive lineman. Maybe. There's one in particular that you guys know I've talked about. (laughs) Sorry, our guys, we're getting distracted a little bit by our guys from Zebra Technologies. We'll have them in here soon. Uh, They're great. We'll have a a good interview with them as as well. But Osiris Torrance 
from Florida. You guys know I've watched a little bit of Florida football this year. Just a wee bit. Yeah. As yeah. guard, he, you know, it's a point of need. He's a beefy he's, fella. He's a giant human being. <laughs> he, he is a humongous human being. Yeah, we don't have the, they do, they did actually publish all the way and stuff. We don't have a, a sheet of that, and I'm not going to look at it on my phone right now because I'm a Luddite, as you guys found out last night. Uh, I, I can barely turn my phone on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's, a, he's a giant guy, and he can play tackle, he can play guard. And was, so one of the things that we talked about at dinner last night was that aside from needing a right guard, they need a sixth lineman, yep. a guy who can play tackle or guard to replace or upgrade from Matt Nelson and Dan Skipper. Yes. and Because Matt Nelson, I think, has kind of stagnated into what he is. And they, they, use, they, uh, they used the sixth lineman more than any other team but one this yep. year. Yep. And it's an integral part of their team. They run it like between 8 and 10% of the time. Like They do do that a lot. And it def- helps facilitate the, the gadget play to Penay yep. because you've yep. got the other tackle. They, they like using that, and they can get better there. And that guy could very well be here. And that, that's, not a, that's not a D1 pick or D2 pick. That's, a, that's your last pick of the draft. The guy that you see, okay, we can develop this guy. You know, they right. did it with Obena Ezi last year, yep. who was here. Uh, he's well, he wasn't drafted and shouldn't have been. And um, they can upgrade over him too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the movement skills of a, a alligator that's in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> An alligator that's in the cold. That's a new one. The suddenness of a refrigerator. I yes. remember that one. That yeah, was yeah, a good one. Yeah, that was that was Manny Ramirez. He, this is, like a refrigerator and moves like one too. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a great place to look at offensive linemen and, and guards in particular because you're not taking a guard in the first round, right? You don't necessarily want to take one in the second where Torrance could actually wind up getting grabbed. I think he's a second. He is, yeah. yeah. But um, there's availability, and and he would f- he would fit a big need for the for this team. Give us depth. Give us you know yeah. a starter. Starter caliber caliber player that could really grow into into something special, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you resign Jonah, and, and the world is great at guard. Yeah, right? Jonah, it does sound like Jonah is certainly angling for money. We don't know how willing the Lions are to give him. He's under contract through twenty twenty three, so it's not like oh, we got to sign this guy. Or he's not going like, to. It's time to It's time to build that this, contract. This is out, the though. time yep. where yeah, and you want to get ahead of the market because if he has another year like he's had the last two years. The price tag's only going up. Yep. yep. And he, he's a very good young player. He's he's asserted himself as a leadership presence in that line. Uh, they're they're a funky group. They're a great group, and keeping that continuity together. Like I don't. We talked about it again yesterday. None of us expect Evan Brown to be back on this team. He's right. going to get starter money from somewhere else, and good for him. He's yeah. earned it. He's he's grown into he's that. Absolutely yeah. earned it. And I'm I'm happy for him. But it, it does leave a hole. Probably the only starting position on offense that is going to be replaced this season. Like everybody else, assuming that James Mitchell and Brock Wright are back as the tight ends, the only change in the lineup next year will Jamison Williams probably starting in place of DJ Shark, who is another guy that, based on conversations I had with other folks last night, he's going to get paid a lot more than what the Lions can budget for that, given the rest of the wide receiver room. Yeah, uh, I, I was talking with a couple of Chicago guys last night. He's getting... 12 to 15 million. Uh, Lions can't afford, they, they can't afford that. No. Not, not with the defensive needs that they have. Not, this is a team, by the way, they still need two quarterbacks in Detroit. They need a number two and a number three. Yeah. 
they've made it pretty clear that they want to keep three, like the third guy being on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. One of those is a veteran. One of those is going to be a rookie. Um, you can you can put me down in like a calligraphy that that's that's what's going to happen this year. <laughs> I'm I'm t- I'm telling you that I'm, it's it's after seeing the the Forty ers this year, and I I think that we're following a path very much like the Forty ers and, and I'm advocating that right yeah. where you've got a quarterback who's I, I when I say good enough, I am underselling Goff's abilities. I, I just I just am. He was great this year. He, he was, was he, yes, he, he did he's really great for this team and and uh, this year. Um, and if he can play like that ongoing. He's great, but if he's if he's kind of if he's number fifteen in the league quarterback off, and he but he's surrounded with the San Francisco Forty ers they win the Super Bowl. I mean that, that that's all you need, and I think and that's what that's the path that we're seeing. Here. Yes, yeah. with the capital we have, if we go to town on defense this year, um, I I really see that 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 type of thing happening. But your risk is exactly what we saw with the Niners this week, trying to find your you know Christian McCaffrey is the guy who's about to start slinging the ball. Because you went through four uh, quarterbacks, you know, and you got nothing left. Obviously, we need a number two. Obviously, we need number number three because we we don't have them. We didn't no. have them all year. We didn't have anything. If if, if Jared had gotten hurt, it would have been an it would have been it would have been dump. Nate Sudfeld who was not good enough to be the number four guy in San Francisco. Like they let him go. Oh, uh, they missed him this year. Yeah, they, they might have. <laughs> yeah, you know that whole that whole. Back of quarterback thing for the Lions is so weird to me because they're so integral generally in offensive game planning and looking at you know defenses and saying you know like it's always nice to have different quarterbacks opinions on things exactly so you know like when you think about guys like Dan Arlovsky you know his value was never that if your starter went down he was going to come in and be a world burner his he's value two points for the other team right I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a negative two point guy. But his his value is that he comes, you know, he's in the back and he's helping read defenses. He's helping come up with good plans, good attack ideas. Yeah. He's somebody that you can like, like. Let's say Jared Goff has a bad series and throws an interception or something, and he goes to the sideline and like, what? Why didn't I see that? And there's a there's a professional trained voice who can say this is why you didn't. Um, and it, it's different than a coach. Like you know that if you've played a sport like it's different hearing it from a teammate than it is from a coach yep. like and and that dynamic is something that i i know Jared Goff appreciates that that's something that he didn't get in Los Angeles and uh yeah that's so that's uh, so we we do have quarterbacks that are here that are interesting uh the yep. kid from BYU Jaron Hall is a guy that i think the Lions i know they've looked at him i don't know their opinion on him but i think he's a guy that they would like he's he's mobile he's older he's 25 but he's and he's six, a little over six feet tall. But he's he's an interesting guy to me. Um, Max Duggan was here. We t- we watched him this morning. Yep. You and I are first comment about him. He's bigger than we thought he was. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was. He was when he was when he was walking out with the handlers. He was. So we don't know who the handlers are. But like he he made them look small. Like he's he's not a slightly built guy. Like this no. is a good athlete. They're the Oompa Loompas are the handlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's. Uh, they pay him well. To make they brought in um, the dude from Louisville. Got called up from the NFLPA game, Malik Cunningham. He's he's. If you liked Malik Willis last year, you might like Malik Cunningham. He's got a lot more experience. He's got a lot more um, diversity at throwing the football. He's equally fast. Um, a ridiculous athlete. Doesn't always know where he's throwing the ball. Doesn't always know where he's running all that well. But this is a guy that's going to get a chance to, to prove himself to be a guy that can be a day three pick or 
his case, because he's also older probably and a guy that you sign right after the draft, but can be that number three guy as your developmental guy, and maybe you get something. If he doesn't, you cycle him out by October and bring somebody else in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Detroit Lions podcast sitting here on Radio Row Live from the Senior Bowl 2023, rocking and rolling. Um, we've got all kinds of coverage today. A lot going on. Hit the super chat. Don't forget to pound that while we're doing it. Keep us keep us active. Keep us uh, watching what we're doing around here. Um, I'm going to talk about I'm who I'm going to watch, and Please I'm just do. I'm I'm going today is cornerbacks. I'm all in on cornerback and safety today. Those are the two real positions I don't watch. Knowing that watching my quarterbacks and safeties, I'm going to find the guy that I fall in love with at wide receiver because it happens that's, every that's year. What, yeah, that's, that's who I am. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, who's your Terry McLaurin this year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I nailed that too. Yeah, you did. I so nailed that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm really interested though in inside a defensive line as well and in and, and linebacker. And I know, especially off ball linebacker, first round for you specifically, Riz. Uh, but no, I, I mean, those are all positions where we could use some talent. And, and again, the senior bowl is the place where you're really going to be able to pick up on these guys and find them. The first round talent, like, you're not going to find the first overall pick or the second overall pick quarterback here. You're not. But you kind of know who they are. The, the, the conversations about the draft throughout, you know, draft Twitter and everywhere else, you, you know all these things. It's the value of this information, the sweet kind of second round, late first round, and into the yeah. juicy middle. This is what the Senior Bowl is so, so great for, and it helps you find the guys that you want to land on day two, day three. Senior Bowl, um, for me, is finding picks that are like 50 to 250 in the draft. Yeah. Like, over half of those guys are here. Yeah. And we get to watch them in the next three days, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It was 48% of all players drafted were in the Senior Bowl. I yeah. saw that, that stat. It's pretty crazy. There's some crazy stats. Yeah. So there, there are 125 players here. I think he said that between 90 and 100 will be drafted. And by the end of the season, um, the average is that 124 of the 125 will finish the season on an active roster yep. or practice squad, yep. which is crazy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who the one guy won't be. Um, those guys generally expose themselves. It often winds up being the kicker or the, the long snapper, and we are on long snapper watch. We are on long snapper watch. I'm not on a long snapper watch. <laughs> just call it straight in. I'm not a, you guys let me know how that goes. <laughs> I, I, I might have to break out the, the stopwatch a little bit. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. how you scout it. <laughs> you know, Jack Fox earned his money last year catching all those worm burner snaps. Was not Scott Daly's best year. No. It was not. No, and the arm on that guy. Now let's be honest. Here's here's one of the, the the nifty little things about having JMO as a gunner that I really think is great. Uh, I make fun of you know for Jack Fox's arm, but he can actually he can actually wing a ball. JMO as a gunner means that every time you punt that ball, you have a freaking threat on the field to catch that ball and go. I really really like that. I just mm-hmm. like the thinking behind that. That's normally I'd be like no 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 keep one sideline, but this is well, especially one of the things that happens with offense. that is that the, the the other special teams the punt return unit has to account for that. They can't exactly. necessarily blitz out because, oh, he can throw yep. it like, and they got to throw it. it. It makes it so you're taking away an option for them. You're dictating what yep. happens on the play exactly. based on your personnel. Yep. That's that's huge. And FIP, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, I hope he comes by this year and starts, you know, hitting our buttons. He's had enough of that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely our guy to do that. But uh, he just to have those kind of weapons available to him, yeah. And to be able to pull something like that and, and start dictating things. And in what is often kind of a, you don't think about special teams until something goes wrong. 
Right? That's yeah. usually how it is. The Lions are not thinking that way, and it is truly a third phase of the game in which they are taking an aggressive stance yeah. uh, on, and, and controlling the field on, on that. And I expect to see that kind of role and that kind of practice grow into next this next season because it's it's an un it's a it's a comparative advantage right we will see kickers here today too we'll watch kickers um most of the most years the senior bowl kickers wind up being pretty good ones uh riley patterson was here yeah all the time yeah uh who else was well zane gonzalez was here that didn't work out for any of the teams that i mcafee is a senior bowl guy right yeah so the the one year the actually it was the i think it was the second year i was here uh pat mcafee and tom morstead were the two punters and they wound up being in the Super Bowl that year as rookie punters. And one of the coolest things ever was, and no slight on McAfee, but Morstead, this was back at the old Lad People Stadium. They had, there was kids in the stands. They were there from school. He's like telling the kids what seat to go to. And he's like punting it from the end zone up into the seats and was like nailing it. I'm like, holy crap. Wow. Like, th- that's, that's the kind of fun stuff that you get to see. And like, mm-hmm. we're going to get out there and watch the warm-ups. And I, I told you guys this last night. One of my earliest senior bowl memories was Alex Mack, a center from, from California, first-round pick, future Hall of Famer, by the way. Wowed me in warm-ups because he, as a 295-pound center, did a full splits, like nuts on the ground, and then got up from that without using his hands to get himself up. I'm like, oh, my God. That's a freak. <laughs> oh, you got to share a hotel with, room with me next time. That's how I get out of bed every morning. I'd rather not see that. <laughs> All right, we got about five minutes left. Um, so, Riz, for the week, yeah, we, we know who you're looking at today. Mm-hmm. What's what's your expectations from uh, some of these players? I just want to see like who 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 has your noodle kind of jiggling right now. I'm I'm looking at the like the wide receivers, um, the running back, uh, uh, the dude from Tulane is interesting. The dude from Oklahoma is interesting. The the other running back from Texas is interesting. Like I think the Lions are in the market for a D three running back, so yeah. we're going to be watching a lot of those guys. Yeah. The linebackers that are here, um, I brought them up in the the piece that I wrote at Lions Wire. Um, Marshall, the small guy from Troy, is like five nine to eleven. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if he was if he was Rodrigo size, he's a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's but he so guys like that and seeing how they can mitigate that talent and then the wide receiver from Princeton, who his name I can't pronounce. I just want to see that guy because he's allegedly going to be a star here. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched him yet. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Byron anyway. Young's a guy inside defensive line. I'm interested in. I'd really like to see what he can pull for us. How about you? I'm a, I'm full bore Witherspoon. You know, I, yeah. early in the process, as soon as I saw that he was coming here, I was pumped because before he started getting a bunch of you know really early, he's possibly the best cornerback in the draft hype. He fit what the Lions do. He's aggressive tackles um you know he's not afraid to put his head into the lineman in order to you know get get it accomplished uh so i'm excited to see him you know in one-on-ones especially uh see how he handles himself see what his hips look like in person and say all the right things yeah big hip guy (laughs) there's 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 quite a few guys that are and and the, the the players that have been called up from the nfl pa game are interesting to me too because that's not a normal path. Like you have right. to, you have to stand out pretty well. And, and the NFLPA game, to its credit, has risen or raised its level of relative talent. And you're you're getting guys that like there's going to be some of the guys that were there that are going to be here and will wind up being drafted. That you know, those of us who do this for a living, we're like, I don't, didn't see that happening, you know, two months ago. Yeah. So it's always fun to find those kind of guys who you know who who rises up unexpectedly. 
Um, and that's the, the fun thing is that we don't know who that's going to be. That was Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also Sandman and Chris from the Detroit Lions podcast earlier this afternoon down in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl looking at some of the top college football talent. All the NFL teams are there. I've seen some of the photos from Jeff at Jeff Risden, R-I-S-D-O-N, LionsWire on Twitter and Facebook. And also the Detroit Lions podcast can be heard every week on Twitter. Just search a Detroit Lions podcast. 24-7, everything you need with the show is at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's Buy Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party. Filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate. Live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Stand by, Timmy. What's shaking at Soren Eagle? Let's talk about promotions right off the bat, Bill. I'm really excited. Fridays in February, hourly drawings from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. For your chance, check this out. Pick a chocolate bar and win your share of $14,000 in cash and premium play. you got to remember, one lucky Access Club member could win a sweetest bar worth $5,000 cash. So uh, if you've got a sweet tooth, we got a chocolate bar with your name on it. So come on in and play Fridays in February. Also, for the love of money, for the love of money, everybody say it with me. $130,000 giveaway Saturdays in February. You can win your share of that kind of uh, money. I'll tell you what, that kind of love as well. Um, anyways, in prizes including cash, premium play, 
or a new 2023 Camaro ZL1 Coupe. So if you're in the mood for any of that, we got a spot for you here uh, Saturday night at Soaring Eagle. Hourly drawings from 7 to 11 for your chance. Either $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 in cash, or $1,500 bonus entries into that February 25th brand price drawing where one lucky guest is going to drive off with a brand new 2023 Chevy Camaro ZL1 Coupe, everybody. And then, of course, great shows. We just had Anthrax in the house. They killed it. What a great time that was. If you weren't here, you missed a great show. So buy tickets to the next ones I'm talking about. Chris Young, February 4th. That's going to be a great country show. Uh, he's got a lot of famous friends, if you know what I'm talking about. And then, of course, John Michael Montgomery and Rodney Atkins, February 25th. It's going to be another great country show. Uh, one of my favorites right there. I'll tell you what, John Michael Montgomery is one to catch. Vodka and Possum happening March 11th. You don't want to miss that one. Cool and the Gang, March 18th, bringing their hits. Jordan Davis, April 7th, bringing the country. Maxwell. The Night Tour, April 14th. That's going to be a great show right there. Chicago, May 5th. Brooks and Dunn with Scotty McCreary. We just announced that. June 15th, Outdoors. June 15th, Outdoors. Put that down. The Reboot 2023 Tour, Brooks and Dunn. Special guest, Scotty McCreary. And, of course, my man Kane Brown will be in the house. April 3rd, out back, uh, bringing all that great music with his Drunk or Dreaming Tour. So make sure you come check that out. Get tickets and be part of the fun right here at Soaring Eagle, Bill. Tell them what else is going on. Now, uh, incredible giveaways that Timmy just mentioned. All those shows indoors and even some of the Summer Outdoor Concert Series tickets are on sale. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. Get your tickets. Book your uh, room getaway at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also, download the Eagle Access app. And don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. But go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. The giveaways, promotions, the huge shows, and more. And download that Eagle Access app. Timmy, we'll talk next week. Bill, let me be on the record real quick. I'm going to go with the, the Chiefs come Super Bowl. You mentioned the app and the Eagle Access. Uh, my, my, my money's on the Chiefs. I'm saying it early, right out the gate. Just wow, like, man, you're going out there on the limb with Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. <laughs> That's what I love about Timmy. He walks he walks the edge for a living. I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> baby. Uh, they're, hey. they're getting two points, uh, I think, the last time I checked. So uh, we'll see. Should be a great Super Bowl as long as they don't bring the officiating crew from Kansas City. <laughs> there you go. Watch Wager a Win right here at Ascend. Uh, I'm going with my home. Yeah, the Ascend, uh, Michigan's destination for live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook. Uh, inside Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, SorenEagleCasino.com uh, and download that Eagle Access app. My man, we'll talk next week. Thanks, sir. Appreciate All right. You. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, joining us from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I do want to remind everybody that our super weekend is happening at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR, not far from Mount Pleasant, Midland, Traverse City. Our friends up north, lots of big game, Eagles and the Chiefs. Also, we're giving away nine hotel rooms for two nights. You'll join me for a super Sunday brunch, watch the game, Bud Light specials, and more. If you want to enter to win, and we'll throw in golf for four at Tullymore St. Ives in 2023. Go to the Huge Show Facebook page to enter and at Huge Show on Twitter. Big. Bad. 
Huge. 